Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here at the Bright Red Desk, broadcasting on this beautiful Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Uh, the sun has gone down, but earlier today it was just beaming in through my windows, making my little spider plant and my new jade plant very happy. Um, and so here we sit as Jupiter and Pluto met up. Last week was, of course, a pretty big week for all of us. A lot of planetary activity where initiation energies were taking place. Mercury coming to Neptune, making everybody very emotional, perhaps a little paranoid on a bad day. Uh, Mars hitting Saturn, saying we're initiating a new two-year structure around things, and that did see us close some uh, more of the governments closed down, more and more of the states, Florida closed, Georgia closed. And then, of course, Jupiter-Pluto. Uh, the Jupiter-Pluto one is the one we're really watching for two reasons. We're watching to see if Italy's death toll starts to drop, right, because Jupiter is big, Pluto is death. Jupiter is big, Pluto is transformation. You know, use the words as you will, but, you know, I'm going with the big death one. <laughs> We've actually had Trump say, you know, this is going to be a bad couple of weeks. Um, uh, yeah, it is. And so our job with this is to go, okay, um, and they're actually saying, you know, hey, don't go out at all for two weeks. Don't go grocery shopping. Don't do any of this stuff. Just sit in your house. So our job with this is to recognize with Mercury still in Pisces until the weekend when he goes into Aries. Mercury goes into Aries this week on, let me look at my little chart here, on April 11th when he goes into Aries. Then we get a clarity. But we, while Mercury's in Pisces, he really is invisible, and he's traveling, and he's moving, and he's sharing things, right? So Mercury in Pisces is very amorphous. We don't really see it, but it's very infectious. Pisces is an infection sign. So our job with this is to know that the infection energy is very high. Now, what do I mean by infection? Yeah, right, the virus that's running, but also that we're all very susceptible to emotional infection, and by that I mean fear, by that I mean anxiety, by that I mean paranoia, negative signs of Pisces. We also can be infected by the positive signs. Happiness, joy, understanding that this is a spiritual meditative moment. As people on earth, we all seek meaning. We all seek understanding. We all seek attempting to understand what the world is doing and why. what is our place in it. As conscious, sentient beings, we understand that we can die. We understand that we can, we understand that. You know, that's a conscious component of our, our being is the consciousness of this can, this can happen. And with that in mind, with all these people running around, afraid, 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 it's really important. And I have to say, you know, I, you know, I do this work, you know, here at my little bright red desk, um, and I talk to a lot of people every day. And so talking to people, a lot of people this week had, you know, social media meltdown <laughs> where they went, I, I just couldn't watch anymore. I, I, I had to turn it off. It was too much. It was overwhelming. I was feeling like it was taking me over. It was sweeping me away. I was feeling swamped. Any words you can use with water. Right, any water word, swamped, overflown. We literally had, you know, the uh, Kennedy family uh, daughter and and grandson die. Uh, one of Robert Kennedy's, I guess, granddaughters and her daughter, uh, her son, great grandson, and um, literally swamped in the water. You know, carried away, looking in a canoe, going out after a ball that was getting carried away, and they're dead. 
So we do want to watch, you know, literally the heavens as they show us the energy of swamping and fluid, lots of fluid, water, mercury, 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 water, right? So it's our understanding with this Mercury in Pisces, until the 11th, we are going to really feel a lot of fluid, a lot of emotion, a lot of water, a lot of overflowing. Of course, that's pneumonia, right? Uh, watery, you know, this is a, this is an, a, um, this is a virus that does the lungs with fluid. And so we want to kind of honor this deep emotional feeling, and we also want to be really conscious of what we hang out with energetically. You know, putting on music, putting on things that you find inspirational. I know I've been playing my piano more. I've, I've been doing meditation more. I attended a meditation earlier today, which was one of the things she said, which I thought was really beautiful, was remember to love both the good and the bad. You know, just send it the love. Like sit in the heart space. Put your hands across your heart and say, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like cross your hands, put them on your heart chakra and say, I'm okay. I'm here. I'm here. Because we need to ground ourselves. We need to really work with this energy in a grounding way so we don't feel swept away. Now, I will say Jupiter-Pluto, uh, Jupiter's, you know, they've all, they've all been charged up by Mars. <laughs> and Jupiter coming to Pluto happens once every 12 years, right, 13 years. Last time we had this was when Bernie Madoff made off with the money, right? Remember that? That was December. It doesn't feel like that was that long ago. But that was December of 2007, and then we went into January, uh, January of 2008, right, and we got bumped down to Earth, and that was Jupiter, Pluto, and Cap, and that was the beginning of the financial collapse, right? So now here we are in the uh, next chapter of that financial adjustment when we said, hey, we're too big to fail, or some people did, and a lot of us had problems you know, financially with our houses and whatever. Now we have chapter two. And so people are really stressing and worried about money and and all those things and how they're going to do it. And with the water swirling around, the emotional energy swirling around, it's really important to put your hands on your heart and ground yourself. Uh, the healthcare workers feeling over, overwhelmed, the, the hospitals getting swamped, the flow, the beginning of the swell, the beginning of the thing. I saw some map where they had little waves on each of the cities that were epicenters across the country. Put your hand on your heart. Ground yourself. You're floating. Remember, when you're in a riptide, you don't struggle against the tide. You let the current carry you until the current waves stops. And then you, you swim, they actually recommend you swim sideways from the current. But most people struggle back into shore. Struggling back into shore doesn't get you there, right? But pulling, you know, riding the current out until it drops off and then it releases you from its captivity, real important, you know, to just recognize we're in the current, we're in the flow, we're going to be okay as long as we don't panic, as long as we ground, as long as we say, okay, you know, be here now, I'm here now, put your hands, cross them on your hands, put them on your heart, ground yourself, take a couple of deep breaths, and say, okay, I'm all right, I'm all right. But this water swelling with Mercury in the last degree of Pisces this week, very big, very impotent. And as the Jupiter-Pluto moves forward, right, because he's going to, Jupiter and Pluto are going to move forward, and then they're going to they're gonna station in a couple of weeks, 
uh, and start to go backwards as we head into Capricorn time or Taurus time. But we want to honor that we're going to really feel very emotionally uh, overwhelmed with this energy. And that's okay. That's okay. That's part of the transformation. You know, I used the analogy a couple weeks ago of us being little caterpillars and the you know, the the string coming out of our butt and making a cocoon and then we're going to get all black and mushy and then we're going to hatch and we're going to have wings and we're going to fly around. Yeah, that's all well and good, but that little caterpillar, you know, when you say to him, you know, you're going to get all black and mushy and then you're going to metamorphosize into a butterfly, you know, it's, it's like that. My reality is this leaf. You know, my reality is this leaf. I don't want I don't want to go to metamorphosis, right? It's not my idea of a fun time. No metamorphosis for me. Thank you very much. And it, yeah, you know, it's okay to be reluctant or anxious or nervous or overwhelmed and to realize that the energy this week as it heightens, as the sun starts to go through the square, because the sun is now at 16 Aries, and he is going to go through and he's going to, not so much this week, he's going to build it up this week. And then next week, he really squares the stuff. So this week's the build-up. But next week, as the sun goes through the Capricorn planets, we're really going to see it, right? So our job this week, and this is also very helpful, you know, if we, you know, remember a couple weeks ago when I said, hey, you know, Venus is going to go through these planets, we're going to have to pay attention to what goes on now because we're going to find out what we're going to be dealing with all summer, Right? Remember when I said that? It feels like it was just like years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. And Venus, of course, is, you know, rules, answers to Taurus. And Venus rules um, uh, Italy. She's a Taurus country, as is Spain. So the sun now is going to go through there. Right? So the sun is going to go through these Capricorn planets over the next two weeks. So we're going to see. We're going to see a lot of things. And what we're going to deal with once we see all this stuff, what we need to know is that come the summer, when Mars goes through these planets three times, we're going to be working with this energy very intensely, right? So this is your week to be conscious. The sun comes and squares the Saturn, comes and squares, you know, comes first to square the Eris at the end of the week on the 13th. And then next week, <laughs> it squares the Saturn, it squares the Pluto, it squares the you know, it squares the Jupiter. So this is a build-up week. Remember, and as the planets lean into things, we kind of feel the amping, the amping of the energy. So this is our week to get ready, uh, but also to look at what we're going to be working with going forward. Right? This is this is a a multi-phased process. We had Venus go through it. We have the sun going through it now. We're going to have Mercury going through it as of next week when he goes into Aries. And then all summer long, June, end of June, July, August, September, October, November, December, we're doing it. We're getting it on. We're working it. We're doing this energy. And when Mars stations to go retrograde, September 9th through November 13th, we're going to go back through it again. And then we're going to through it again. This is a long journey. And this week, we're going to see it. You're going to, this week and next week, you're really going to see what's going to happen. So it's really important. You know, Sun and Aries makes us very conscious, makes it it's considered exalted, right? Because it helps us see things. And we see it very realistically, which is really important. But we also have to be really, really kind to ourselves because the Mercury in Pisces can make us panic can make us feel very anxious. 
And then once Mercury calms down, Mercury in Pisces cries a lot. Once Mercury calms down and gets into Aries, it gets very crystal clear and very sharp and very focused and very on it. The good news is Mars is in Aquarius. There's a dispassionate component to this, but it's an understanding of consequences, an understanding of consequences of action. And also, to a certain extent, because Mars is also going to square Uranus, an element of chaos. So we have a big week ahead of us, and we're going we're gonna to talk about, I mean, the good news is the moons are in grounding signs. The moon is in, Capri- is in Virgo today. It's going to be in Libra. Uh, and we have a full moon in Libra. Moon in Libra squares um, squares the Jupiter. Lots of moon in Libra, Sun in Aries. Right? We really see the fullness of it. And then we go out of the Libra into Scorpio, which is of course transformation, death, and rebirth. And then we go into Sag. So this is a big week, and I really want you to really focus on your own personal self care. I want you to look at your moon and figure out how your moon can take care of you. I want you to look at all the planets that you have that are under 10 years, 10 degrees, and understand those little planets need you to be comforting them now. Whatever their sign is, whatever their degree is, that's how old they are. And when you're, you know, you've got a four-year-old Mars that's kicking up, you want to go, okay, Mars, you're kicking up. Go look at things that Mars likes to do. The other thing is really paying attention to where your Saturn is by sign and by house. So my Saturn is in the 8th house in Scorpio, so I know my job is to talk to clients about the fear, about the anxiety, about the worries about money, Scorpio, uh, debt, Scorpio, death, Scorpio. I mean, I have people calling me and saying, am I going to die during this? I know that's my job. My, you know, And somebody said to me earlier today, thank you for your new astrology stuff. I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not a medical doctor. I can't fight the I can't fight the coronavirus, but I can give my I can give my astrology. I can say here's astrology. Let astrology help you and guide you. And it, you know it is a little bit like a you know it's, sometimes it's a little bit like a rain a rain shower. You know it's going to rain. You carry the umbrella, uh, and so this week is going to be very emotional for folks. And it's okay. You know just know it's really emotional. What will happen when we get to the 14th is Mercury will shift into Aries, and then it will get mad. Right, So we're going to go very emotional, and then we're going to get into anger, and that's okay. Remember our five stages of grief and denial and bargaining and acceptance and anger. Right, So our, our journey this week is to really be kind to ourselves, and our journey this week is to recognize we're all in this together, different levels of, of responsibility and roles, depending on you know, if we're a first responder and we're out there. I mean, I got up yesterday and they said, you know, there's 4,000 ambulance drivers in New York. A thousand of them are out with the virus. And I'm like, wow, quarter of the force that picks us up and takes us to the hospital if we're sick is out. The police officers, out. You know, know, there's people cleaning the hospital, right? There's not just the nurses and doctors in there, but there's cleaning staff in there cleaning the hospitals, right? So the bus drivers, the subway drivers, out right out sick it, it be you know and yes 80% of us live through it which is great but 20% of us have a big journey and so our job with this is to really honor and honor and honor and honor honor with our love honor with our hearts love the good love the bad understand that as a culture as a world 
We are literally going through this story. We are going through this story together, and we're going to be okay. Our job is to go through it. Our job is to understand the metamorphosis before us and to um, recognize that part of our job on Earth, because we are incarnated now, we're here to somehow help, participate, work with, transform. You know, if you're a musician, make music. If you're an accountant, do bookkeeping. If you're, you know, if you're an astrologer, do astrology. If you're a tarot teacher, teach tarot. Um, obviously, the palmists aren't going to be able to read palms. Well, maybe they can through the Zoom. But like, under, if you're a meditative teacher, teach meditation. If you're a cook, cook. Like, what is your purpose? Why are you here? This is when we need all hands on deck to help us. And we also need to, with Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn and Jupiter, we have to look at our authorities and we have to look at them when they are uh, when they are doing a good job and say thank you, and we have to look at them when they're doing a bad God, bad job and say, you know, that's not a really good job. So, you know, depending on how you feel about it, the soldier who said, my people are dying on this boat, I want them off the boat, can you help me get them off the boat, and got fired for saying that, the captain who got fired for saying that, when he got off the boat, his men all cheered him off. They cheered him off that gangplank. And they said, you know what happens in times like crisis, in times of war? This is a time of war. We learn who the good leaders are and the bad leaders are. And you need to be thinking, is this a good leader who's leading you in a good way into a good space? Or is this a crazy-ass leader who doesn't know what the hell they're doing and leading you into a bad place? Which means you need to take care of yourself. This is where consciousness is very important. With the sun and Aries squaring those Saturn planets. Those those planets in Capricorn, it's very important for all of us to be as conscious as we possibly can. The nice part about Aries is he's exalted. The sun's exalted when he's in Aries, so we really get to see it. The bad part is we really get to see it. (laughs) And we go, you know, I kind of wish I didn't see it. There was an old Carly Simon song, Sometimes I Wish I Didn't Know Those Secrets of Yours. We may get on the other end of this next couple of weeks and go, you know, I wish I didn't know those secrets. But it's really important for us to look. It's really important for us to see it, to see it in our own lives, to see it in the lives of the world around us, and to recognize we're each here to help each other. And we have to kind of figure out what that looks like. And, and your best job is, by sign, by house placement, do your Saturn. Because that's what Saturn is asking us to do. He is saying, do your Saturn. Do it in a new way. Do it in a different way. Do it in a way that helps the collective because I've gone into the sign of the collective. How do I organize and work as a team, as a group, as a collaborative energy? You know, here metaphorically we're watching Governor Cuomo say, hey, all the hospitals are in this together, Aquarius, right? And our job is to work together because that will be how we get through it. That is the best way. And we help each other as we go through it. And you're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Some people aren't going to be okay. And it's, you know, when that happens, we we pray for them, we love them, we bless them, we thank them, and we support them as best we can because that's how we that's how we get through this. That's how we survive this, and and we get to the other side. That metamorphosis when we hatch and our wings are dry and we can go fly and eat the pollen, right? So on that note, let's do the aspects. Because let me tell you, it's going to be a rock and rolling week. (laughs) And I say that with a bit of trepidation. So today the moon's in Virgo. It's Palm Sunday. It's Holy Week for many cultures. 
it's it's Passover, it's Easter, uh, it's going to be Ramadan, I believe too. I think there's a few there's a few in there. The Orthodox Easter is happening. Um, we have Good Friday coming up on Friday, the tenth. Uh, we have a lot of energy around this. Now, I was raised Catholic, um, and uh, I went to went to church with the Pope this morning because he did mass <laughs> out of um, out of the Vatican. Um, so you know, whatever gets you through the day, right? So today is Palm Sunday. The moon's in Virgo. The fifth, it goes void tomorrow morning at nine. These are all East Coast times. Goes void at nine twenty nine tomorrow morning with a lovely little trine to Venus. I'm sorry, not with a trine to Venus. A lovely little trine to Jupiter. The moon is void all day tomorrow from 9.29 to 5.16 p.m. When the moon goes into Libra, it's in Libra tomorrow night. It's in Libra on Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday the 7th, and there's a full moon there at 10.35 p.m., which we'll talk about in a second. And then it goes void on Wednesday the 8th at 8.50 a.m. Then there's a long void moon all day long on the Wednesday until the moon goes into Scorpio at 4.17 p.m. The moon goes void in Libra with a square to Jupiter. That's lots of. And, of course, full moons, you know, make everything bigger, make everything wider, make everything longer, stronger, taller. Police officers always stack up. The bus drivers know when the full moons are, and the hospitals prepare for more excitement. This is a full moon in Libra, the sign of air, and in Mars, the sign of war, okay, so Aries, the sign of war. So there's going to be a big full moon. Ah, this breathe, right, right, breathe. Wednesday night, uh, the Wednesday afternoon at 4.17, the moon goes into Scorpio. Passover starts on sundown that night. It is in Scorpio on the 9th. It is in Scorpio on the 10th, and it goes void at 3.35 p.m. with a trine to Mercury. Moon in Scorpio, trine Mercury in Pisces. That's going to be the really infectious day. I do suggest that that might be a good day to give yourself a media break. I mean, if you can, you know, if you if you're in a position to do that, because that's going to be very overwhelming news of Scorpio nature, right? Scorpio is transformation. It's also uh, departures. Then the moon is void uh, for just an hour on Friday afternoon, and it goes at four. 35 p.m. into Sag, which is lots of. Jupiter's in Capricorn, just met Pluto, lots of. Good Friday. So it's in Sag on uh, Friday night. It's in Sag on Saturday the 11th. It's in Sag on Sunday the 12th. And it goes void at 7.46 a.m. with a trine to the sun. Sun in Sag, trine to the sun in Aries. The moon in Sag, trine to the sun in Aries. The moon is then void all day the 12th. And it goes in, it's Easter Sunday, it goes into Capricorn at 8.05 p.m. And it's in Capricorn the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, and it goes void with a conjunction to Jupiter. Moon in Capricorn conjunct Jupiter, lots of, at 7.47 p.m. on Tuesday the 14th. So this is, you know, Virgo, Libra partnering, Scorpio transformation, death, Sagittarius, lots of. Mercury goes into Sag. On uh, Friday and Saturday, the 11th at 12:48 a.m., after having spent a good little time in here in Pisces, and you know when he does do that shift, we're going to really feel him get a lot more assertive. You know, because he's an Aries, he's more assertive. The other highlight this week is Mars uh, squaring Uranus, which happens on um, on Saturday, on Tuesday, rather, the 7th. So Mars and Aquarius squares Uranus, which is sudden, unexpected. 
And then we also have Mercury at the last degrees of Pisces on Tuesday uh, in the evening at 528 at 10:20, and that's when he sextiles both uh, Jupiter and Pluto. Right, first he sextiles Pluto at 528, and then he sextiles Jupiter. So Mercury coming in in water to sextile the big Earth planets that are causing a lot of the transformations that we're experiencing, we know that Tuesday is going to be kind of a hard day. Then we get into um, the back end of the week, and the really intense days this week are Monday and Tuesday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, (laughs) Friday and Saturday, and then next Sunday we rest. (laughs) Okay, so just know it's that kind of week. I mean, I, I was trying to look for a good day, but they're all going to be intense. So we're going to be okay. But we're going to be, you know, we got to go through it. And the only way we go through it is to go through it. So the sun this week is running from um, uh, 19 Aries through um, uh, through 24 Aries. Okay, so remember next week he gets to Capricorn. This week he's getting ready. He's not there yet, getting to square those Capricorn planets. So this week he's got a semi-sextile to Venus on the, uh, on the 8th. And the sun is really just busy. Go, 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 go. Sun and Aries, go, go, go. Answering to the Mars and Aquarius, go, 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 go. Mars and Aquarius, of course, is air sign. Go, 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 go. Mercury this week, very busy. He's running from uh, 22, 23 Pisces through two degrees of Aries. Um, And he has a lot of aspects uh, this week to the planets in the sky, you know, kind of kicking them up into a new place. Sextiles Pluto. Now, remember, this is a working aspect, but he's an ocean sextiling Earth. Ocean sextiling the body. Water sextiling the body. Uh, That's April 7th. Big, big days. Hard aspect to Ceres. Hard aspect to Athena, April 8th this energy kind of flowing in. So he's got the sextile to Pluto, he's got the sextile to Jupiter, he's got the sextile to Athena, he's got a quintichile to, um, which is a health aspect to Juno, how we partner with people. He's got a sextile to Sedna, which is the ocean, very big in Taurus. Uh, Then he goes into Aries uh, on the 11th, and then he has a sextile to Saturn. And then he has a square to the nodes of fate next week on the 12th on Sunday the 12th, on Easter Sunday, where we look at this, we look at the choices. And at zero areas, we have a cognizant awareness. Then Venus this week, um, and the reason I'm really focusing on Mercury is because of him being in his detriment in Pisces, because in Pisces he doesn't have the consciousness, he just has the feelings, which is why it's so important to care for your feelings this week. Um, Venus this week goes from one Gemini to seven Gemini, She has a hard aspect to the note of fate on Monday the 6th. Remember, she's in Gemini, so she's answering to Mercury in Pisces, um, giving her extra water, extra feelings, extra emotion. And she's young. She's one, she's two, she's three, she's five. So our Venus natures are in a very young space in the sign of air. Breathe, remember to breathe. She has a sextile to Chiron on the 10th, which is the weekend, uh, which is um, Friday. Um, So she's not really helping us because she's answering to that Mercury in water. Um, Mars this week, uh, he is in Aquarius. He runs from four Aquarius to eight Aquarius. And he has a square to Uranus and a, a parallel to Saturn. Uh, Parallel to Saturn's on the 7th. He's in the semi-square to Neptune. 
Um, Mars, semi-square Neptune. Now think about that. The ocean coming in, Neptune, of course, is in Pisces. Mars is in Aquarius. So it's kind of like if you're on those boats. You know, have you ever been on a boat anchored, like out, you're whale watching or something, and you see the waves coming and the boat goes up, and then the boat comes down, the boat goes up, and the boat goes down. That's Mars this week. Um, he has a square to Uranus on the 7th, which is an eruption, right? And that that happens at 5 degrees. Again, young. These planets are young. So one of the reasons we had so many void moons this month, this this week, is because Saturn's now in Aquarius in an early sign. Mars is in Aquarius in an early sign. So we don't have aspects, but that also means the planets are young, that they don't have a lot of consciousness because they're baby, baby energies in a new sign. Uh, so Mars has a sextile to Chiron on the 8th, which is an exhaustion energy. Uh, and then he has um, he has a parallel to Ceres on the 11th. Uh, Jupiter this week is in Capricorn, um, semi-sextile to Ceres. A lot of times Ceres is active at transitions. And Neptune is contraparallel uh, Chiron. Neptune and Pisces contraparallel Chiron in Aries. That there isn't anything we can do to help this wound except go through it. Pluto is semi-sextile to Ceres also. Um, so those kind of give us a stronger energy around, you know, how we work with this. So as we go through the week ahead, and we, we understand that this is unnecessary, unfortunately, unnecessary part of our evolution as a species of humans, it's really important for us to be as kind as possible and as aware as possible and to take as much good care of ourselves as we can while we go through this. This is our this is our opportunity to help ourselves, help the people that we love, you know, check in on your folks that are having a harder time. Um, honor and love people. Honor and love the people in your life. Honor and love and care for the people that, you know, need your support. Um, and do what you can. Do your Saturn. Do your Saturn by sign and by house. I'm an astrologer. I'm doing my Saturn. <laughs> it's in Scorpio in the eighth house. I can help people. This I can do this. I can do this. Uh, do your Saturn. That's what we can do. That's how we get through this the best way possible. And maybe throw in your Pluto and your Jupiter too. Oh, I know. I added that at the last minute. You're like, what? What would she say? Remember, they're all together. The guys are together. So they're inviting us to work together. Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. How can we transcend? How can we do this? We can do this. We're going to be okay. We just have to get to the other side. And go play that song, There's Got to Be a Morning After. When she when she sings it, the Poseidon Adventure, really? Don't go watch the movie. Just listen to the song. Because <laughs> we're all going to be on the Poseidon Adventure this week. And if that helps, you know, I mean, a lot of people survived the Poseidon Adventure. Um, and people survived the Titanic. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. We're, we are. It's just a little scary right now. So sending you a lot of love from the Bright Red Desk, from Max and Remo, my uh, my cohorts here, and wishing you um, a blessed journey on this sale. And remember, uh, pray, breathe, listen to your, do your Neptune, do your higher Neptune, do the Neptune that's inspirational to you, that really understands the deeper connection that we all have to this wide, beautiful, wonderful world that we live in. And I'm uh, sending you a lot of love here from the Bright Red Desk and wishing you a good journey through the week ahead and or at least signing off take care and a big hug virtually in person when i see you again but virtually for right now take care bye-bye
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.